0: Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome um, to my show and uh, Dorothy's show, Heavenly Places. Uh, of course, I'm Jameer along here with Dorothy. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for join- joining in this evening and those who will listen later on. Let me open up in a prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Lord. We thank you for your protection and your covering. Father Lord, um, anoint anoint me this evening. Let me uh, speak the scriptures and say what you want to say, Father Lord, and, and submit to you with every word that I say. And open the, the ears of me, Father Lord, and also the listeners. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <clears throat> This evening I want to um, Talk about uh, Before Pentecost Before Pentecost um, And it's actually The time period Is uh, After of course The uh, The resurrection of Christ You know Many Some people call it Easter I like to call it Resurrection Resurrection Sunday And the day of uh, Pentecost, and that is fifty days. That's, that's the fifty-day time period that that happened. And this year, actually, it's uh, May the thirty-first, Sunday, May thirty-first. And I'm not sure what the what the uh, government restrictions are going to be like that for us here in the United States. Um, but that's actually just a little over two weeks away—seventeen days until this, like, kind of like an anniversary. Celebration of uh, the day of Pentecost A lot of churches do a lot of different things A lot of it can be very very traditional Um, Sometimes there's not Anything wrong with traditions but the thing is You can't let the traditions Be above what Father God and the Holy Spirit You know they they Are trying to do Um, But those 50 days As I was studying it could be Basically broken down into two different Time periods we have two different time periods of the 50 days. We have uh, the first 40 days, and what that's the time of before the ascension. Ascension, because that's before Christ went up into the air. You know, they got to see him go away. And then also we have uh, in between that we have actually have nine days, nine days until uh, the day of Pentecost. So basically, that 50 days is broken up into too they had the 40 days before the ascension and then they had the nine days they was waiting and then the actual day the day of Pentecost so I just want to first I just want to kind of go over um, those first 40 days kind of go over that briefly and just over some of the, the different appearances that Jesus had during that time I can give you some different scriptures uh One of them is uh, Luke chapter 24, verses 5 through 6. Luke 24, verse 5 through 6. And this is the English Standard Version, I believe I'm reading. And it says, And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the man said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you, While he was still in Galilee. So, this right here is talking about um, Jesus actually not being, oops, I'm sorry, Jesus um, not being his body, physical body not being there, his physical body not being there. And uh, of course, the woman that said they were fighting is stunned from this and they. They left the tomb, and eventually, as Matthew 28 says, Matthew 20 verse 8 says, they went out quickly from the tomb, with fear and great joy, and ran, and they went to go tell the rest of the disciples what is going on. Um, then we have uh, another scripture, is Mark chapter 16 verses 6 through 7, and this is Jesus. He said, but he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See, see the place where they laid him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is gone before you into Galilee, and there you will see him. And he said to you, so basically, again, this is, well I'm sorry, that's not Jesus. That is that is the angels. But uh, we have Matthew 28, verse 16. It says, now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains to which Jesus had directed them. So there they go. They go in there. And then also, uh, 1 Corinthians, chapter. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around through the scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6 through 7. It says, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And this is Paul writing about um, a time that he had appeared to them. Um, another one. Another one is Luke chapter 24. And this one right here, actually a section. I'm just going to read a little bit of it to you because it's actually verse 13 to 32. That's Luke 24, verse 13 through 32. And it says uh, that very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And four, <clears throat> seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking to each other about all these things that had happened. And while they were talking, discussing together, <clears throat> and while they were talking, oh, I'm sorry, just. And people, while they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood looking and said, and said then one of them named Cleopas, I'm sorry, answered him, are you... Are you, on the only visits, or are you the only visitor? Are you the only visitor, Jerusalem, who does not know the things that have happened here in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty indeed and in word before God and all of men, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified. For we had hope. That he was the one who who Redeemed Israel Yes and besides all of this It is now the third day since all of this Happened moreover some woman Of our company Amazed us They were at the tomb early in the morning And they did not find his body They came back saying That they had seen Visions of an angel who said That he was alive <clears throat> Some of those with, who were there with us went to the tomb and found it just as a woman had said but him they did not see and he said to them O oh, foolish ones and slow hearts to believe all that the prophets have spoken was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into glory and beginning and beginning with Moses and all the prophets he, inter, he interpreted To them all the scriptures The things concerning him So Jesus even though this is only saying that Basically they summed it up and they said Basically Jesus went all the way back to Moses And all the prophets and he gave them an entire Lesson but they didn't even mention It here in scripture and so they Drew near to the village to which they were going And he acted as if He were going further but they Urged him strongly, saying stay with us For it is For it is toward evening and the day Is now far spent so he wanted to stay with them. When he was well, at a table with them, he took the bread and busted and broke it and gave to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. Wow, and they recognized him. That's so very powerful. And he vanished right before their sight. And they said, he said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road and while he opened to us the scriptures? That right there is one of my favorite, favorite, amazing, <laughs> amazing stories. So Jesus showed up to them on the last same day. And this right here, another one that was going on was uh, Jesus when they were actually at the, uh, be- the beach or whatever. And, it's, and uh, it's in John 21. And basically they uh, were very, they were struggling. <laughs> they were struggling. The disciples, you know, well, guess what they did? They went back to what uh, they were doing before. They was fishing for fish instead of fishing for men because they was kind of confused and did not know really what to do. And guess what? He said he told them to cast their nets on the right side of the boat and you will find some. You know, y'all remember that? <laughs> remember that? And uh, so after they catched it and they got the fish and guess what? Then they recognized that this strange person <laughs> this strange person was uh, Jesus. And this is, uh, you know, we're reading this verses. I was kind of skipping through, but it's John chapter 21, verses 5 through 11. And basically Jesus said, uh, invited them to, they eat with him, and then he began to talk to Pete, Peter and said, uh, basically feed my sheep or whatever. And he was like, basically do you love me? And we know Peter, would, what had just happened to Peter recently, he was feeling very guilty that uh, he had, Denied Christ three times, you know, during that time. So all during that time, I'm pretty sure he's feeling very guilty like he betrayed him. But guess what, uh, Jesus, he knows our heart, and he was looking at him. He was—he's able to determine that uh, Peter did not have a heart like Judas. Judas, he also uh, um, remember he betrayed Jesus, and then he tried. I guess he came back and he didn't want the money anymore that he had sold Jesus for, but he ended up killing himself, you know. He uh, was accursed, Judas was. Um, Also, another appearance is uh, the chapter right before that, John chapter 20, verses 26, it says, Eight days later, his disciples were inside again. Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came in and stood among them and said, peace with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see where my hands are and put your hands there and place your hand here. And basically, because remember what Tom, Thomas had said, he won't believe unless he can touch them touch and all this kind of stuff. And that's what that let us know that God hears everything. So that was another time during this time. And we see right now during this time that we can kind of get a glimpse of what's going on as disciples. Many of them was discouraged. They was beat up. You know, their leader had just died. They did not know what was going on. They did not know what was next. They didn't have the understanding that we have today. But Jesus kept on having different appearances through 40 days. 40 days he appeared to them. And even though Scripture doesn't even really talk about all the times and all the things that he had uh, he would appear or show up to him but it, the times that he, they did and it, it, it is recorded in the scripture is very 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 powerful very powerful scriptures Um, where where he appeared another one is Matthew 28 it says then uh, 11 disciples went up to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had appointed for them to go and they saw him there and they worshipped but guess what it says also that some Doubt it. So some people they, they 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 still doubt it. You know, even after the the uh, resurrection, they were still doubting. But there was people there who, who were sold off for of Christ worship. and worshiping. So we always had this conflict. But Jesus, for those forty days, he was building up their faith. He was building up their faith for which next. Um, one thing as a side note, I want to mention why but like right before the um or like during the time of the, the three years where Jesus was training the the just, when Jesus was training the disciples and apostles. Um whenever like today today for example we hear a lot of evangelists and televangelists saying people are aren't healed because of their lack of faith and all this kind of stuff and they pull out different scriptures from uh, the Bible that says, "Well, you, well, this happened because of uh, you didn't have enough faith to believe in all this kind of stuff." But if you look at all those times when Jesus said someone did not have enough faith, he was never ever talking to the person who did, who needed the healing. He was always talking to the, the, the he was always talking to the disciples. I'm not sure why I'm having trouble saying that tonight. He was always talking to the disciples. Like whenever he said somebody didn't have faith. He told Peter, oh, ye, little faith, when, it, when he got out the boat or whatever, because he was trying to train the disciples. He was trying to build up their faith because he knew it was going to be a time, guess what, where he wasn't going to be here no more, and they had to be the strong ones for the rest of the people. So one thing, like if you ever hear the evangelist ministers saying that, um, oh, they're not healed or you don't have this because you, you don't have faith, they right there they're they're in a the wrong position right there for saying that actually they don't have enough faith <laughs> if they if they telling you that, you know. Not only do they not have enough faith, but they they don't have a full understanding or teaching and they're not very mature if they're telling you that. So if you ever if someone has ever told you that, you know, that person was not does not know, or maybe they did know, maybe they don't understand. I don't know what what the case is, but That's not the right thing to say. That's not what Jesus would say to a person needing healing, okay? But he did say that to the disciples because he was training them into a place or position where they should have faith. So we see these 40 days Jesus is trying to build up the disciples, the apostles' faith during this time that, hey, what I said was true. What all the prophets said in the Old Testament is true that I was going to – I was going to come here, I was going to die, be crucified, but I was going to raise again on the third day. And he began to explain this to the different scriptures and different times he appeared to people. So during this time, we also, if we are discouraged in our faith, we should use this time to build up our faith, um, to build up our faith. And we do that by by reading the word, hearing testimonies and you can listen to testimony on YouTube videos of of different people with different faith experiences, but guess what? There's nothing more powerful and and there's nothing wrong with that. It's very good to see things on TV and media, but there's nothing more powerful than actually from directly from the word of God. You know, even though the scripture does says, yes, we are living epistles among among men, but we as Christians, as believers, we need to make the word our our foundation, our source, these scriptures our source. So during this time, as Jesus built up his disciples by himself visiting us, we can also build up ourselves by us being visited by Jesus through the Word, through the written word, you know. Um, I actually heard of many many uh testimonies in many videos and this is right here is very controversial and debate, but I believe it does happen where I, I've seen different videos of uh, Muslims testifying on YouTube that uh, that Jesus actually visited them, like in their hospital room or in their in their room or something like that, or at their house or whatever. And they was traveling to Allah, and Jesus came and told them, and they was praying to God. Some people was praying for healing, some people was praying for different situations and circumstances. And Allah didn't answer, and they was like, "Well, show me who the real God is." And all this kind of stuff. But anyway. They said either Jesus came to him a dream or or some something like that, which I believe it does happen. Some people probably might be or making up stories, I don't know, but I believe a lot of them are accurate. Why would a muslim Muslim say that you know in turn of course, I believe Jesus does visit people that way, but uh, we also have the word here over there they they some places they have the scriptures, but a lot of places of course the Bibles are banned, it's considered contraband, you know it's like. <laughs> a very powerful evil weapon over there, but it's not. The word is good. that They call it the good news. Um, but after that time of building up and Jesus, eventually he wants to ascend and they seen him go up to ascend, there are nine days um, where Jesus basically told them they need to go to Jerusalem and wait until, uh, basically until the Spirit comes, the Helper comes, the day of Pentecost comes, and I just imagine on those nine days, you know, I'm sure they was, even though Jesus came and built up their faith and they had confidence, still during that time, just imagine if you was in those situations and in those shoes and you were just waiting around, kind of, what's next? It's like nine, it's only nine days, but those days are so long, you know, even like that's now during this uh, time of quarantine or time of lockdown. I know we may be in different parts of the country, but uh, when you're when you're like locked down and quarantine, like sometimes the days, all the days, can seem the same. Or even like some some uh, retired people tell me that almost all the days seem the same except the weekend, you know, because they don't you don't get out and go to work. You can go and uh to the grocery shop basically whenever you want to. On things are more on your schedule, um, as far as how it goes. So it seems like all the days blend in. And when you're at work, you know, you're like, okay, you're waiting, you're really, really waiting depending on your schedule. Like if you're Monday through Friday person schedule, you really kind of like marking off and looking at the days, like yes, yeah, Wednesday, we happy, dear Thursday, only two more days, it's like yes, yeah, finally, finally, finally here because you. You're waiting with great expectation and excitement for the weekend, you know. But you you know when it's going to happen. But here, right here, is like nine long days is very not really that long in consideration to to how long you can wait. But I'm pretty sure those nine long days they were waiting during that time was long to them. So they was waiting for the helper to come. They was waiting for the Holy Spirit to come, you know. So what were they doing during that time? I believe they were, they were worshiping. They were praying. They were reading the word. They wasn't, of course, reading the New Testament, but they was reading the uh, Old Testament, and they were sharing accounts and stories. I'm pretty sure the disciples, they might have been making fun of a uh, Thomas, you know, like, see, I told you. And then he came and he heard everything you said, you know, about putting yourself in a hand and all these kind of things. So, we as ourselves, during the 40 days or the whole 50 days, we should too kind of like remember that stuff. We like, we have all these different holidays, like the 4th of July. We uh, barbecue, spend time with relatives, friends, families, or neighbors. I remember what the Declaration of Independence, basically when America was free from Britain. Then we have what's another Memorial Day where we uh, kind of memorize our our uh, maybe our family relatives who had served in the war. Maybe they was in World War One or Two or uh, Vietnam War. Any type of any type of military, I believe, is any type of military service. You know. Um, do they go and kind of and recognize the things that they have done for our country you know Memorial Day and then of course we have Thanksgiving where they remember basically Thanksgiving is celebrated as the uh, pilgrims in Indian time of Thanksgiving you know so we have these different holidays even though they've been passed past, past uh, a long time ago we still celebrate those things but a lot of times like as far as these spiritual things uh, days of celebration or, or Holy Days or Days of Remembrance, a lot of times we spend time maybe focused on that one day, like, you know, Pentecost is the day of, uh, just like the, the day of memorizing is uh, May the 31st, but it should be more than jet, just that. We, we remember Resurrection which one of the powerful days of all, you know, was 50 days before Pentecost, and we do a lot of things for that, too. Actually, that's one of the most attended days of church service, you know. People who don't go to church all day, they say the two days they go, I believe is Easter, and also the other day is uh, Mother's Day. That's another one. That one just recently passed, too. But just like we cherish those days, we should cherish these days, these things that happen, Um, but also we should do things to prepare ourselves or celebrate it, because if we just go through the motions, a lot of things can become very traditional. And and uh, it's easy to get stuck and be, <laughs> become very traditional, like with the Lord's Supper, and the communion, and all these kind of things. You can be very, very, very traditional with those things. But if you focus on the Spirit and you you build yourself up by reading the Word consistently, daily, especially during this time, you can be prepared when that day comes. You can be prepared not just for wearing a, your best clothes, but you can be prepared in your mind, your spirit, your soul, your body, spiritually, most most importantly, um, that it's not just a holiday. And even I just mentioned Pentecost and, and Resurrection Sunday, but actually we should have that mindset all the time. We should have that mindset all the time. Each day, we should be in a word. Each day, we should be praying in preparation for for whatever God is bringing, because those things are things that happened in the past, but there are new things that are coming, new things are happening in the spiritual realm. God, even uh, the Father God Jesus, I mean, Paul, wrote that, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, Um, the Father God has uh, in store for us. So we can even be praying and fasting about those things too. And we can actually have a focus specifically. We got friends and family who don't know Jesus. So we can have that focus and intent during that time and say, I, hey, I don't want to enjoy it I mean, by myself. Just think about it and be so much happy to have your atheist coworker to be there with you enjoying and seeing no oh, eyes have seen no oh, hear it's heard the you know, God has a store for us so when they see it just <laughs> is the you you are not only you are excited because you're seeing it what God has a store for you but also that atheist person or that, that Muslim or that Hindu person or that new age person you know who did not know Christ or your neighbor who did not know Christ but you shared the gospel with them or maybe you uh, prayed for them because the scriptures have some soul some reap some plant, you know, Well, so sometimes you might share the gospel and that person might not accept it, but at least you watered it or maybe you're not even witness since that person you're just praying for, though, because you're praying for them, God is softening that person's heart so whenever someone comes to witness. So we all have different roles, roles to play, you know. But during this time, we actually have seven, 17 days, so we're still in that 40-day period, I would just want to encourage everyone during this time to uh, basically, if I can say it in a few words, to pursue God with all your might. Pursue God with all your strength. Pursue God with your, all your heart. And then, Like Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And love your neighbor as yourself. If you can do those things, make that a focus, intent during this time. Um, and it can be by reaching out to call someone. I can be on your knees in prayer, on your knees in worship, and believing that God's gonna bring about some type of deliverance, some type of miracle, um, some type of uh, wisdom for you, some type of opportunity for you during this process. That we we shall always faith and always hope in new things, uh, hope for the things that God has promised for us. You know, and I'm not talking about like having a big offensive jet and all those types of things. <laughs> You know, some people they they kind of take it to the extreme. You know, we should not we should not do that. And I'm not saying the God does not want to bless us. I believe He wants us to have great jobs, but we just gotta look at them as tools, as tools, as tools. Like you can have a whole lot of money, but if you sit on that money buying a whole lot of clothes and a whole lot of gold and jewelry, I'm gonna say you can't enjoy your money. But you got to make sure you're you're investing in the kingdom, okay, investing in souls. Maybe you're buying food for people. Maybe you're um, buying Bibles for people. Maybe you're helping people have shelter or or whatever it is, however you, however you choose. You know, uh, Father God, he will show you who to get to. There are plenty of ministries you can get to, and they have been uh, checked over by, uh, uh, like, the Better Business Bureau and all these kind of things where they actually keep a good accountability of where their money is going, you know? Um, so if you feel like you want to give something overseas or even something in here, you know, with, with a gospel focus, guess what God, he will honor that. And even if you don't have nothing to give, you can give way more with your heart and your prayer than any dollar bill can give. And we know that from scripture. You know. So basically that's what, that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, I wanted us to look at how, like, what happened with the disciples in those 50 days, how it was divided in 40 days, when Jesus was building up their faith and encouraging them. And then we have the nine days where they just had to wait. They had to wait it out, you know, like waiting out in a bunker. <laughs> like, man, is he is he going to come? Is he going to come? When is he going to come? When is he going to happen? What's going to happen? They didn't really have much. They had a glimpse, but they did not know what fully was going to happen. You know, so we ourselves on this time should be in that same preparation, that same mindset. Um, so, uh, Dorothy, Dorothy, did you have anything else you want to add or say to say them to, um, or comment on that? that
1: I have to wonder if they fully understood what they were waiting for
0: yeah. because
1: it, it, it was the first time, you know.
0: So, and yeah. we do have I, a
1: call which is...
0: Oh, we do. Oh, okay, yeah. Let me see if I
1: can get there. We go. Area code four hundred eight. Your mic is open. Area code four hundred eight six four
0: one.
1: Is that you, Pastor James?
2: Uh, I'm on. Uh, is that what it showed up? I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, it's> me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, they I forget I call on the number. computer and I forget about the number that, that the computer puts out. How y'all doing this evening?
0: <laughs> we're doing good. Yeah, it's very blessed.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm listening to you, man. I agree with what you're saying. And just uh, uh, a little bit of thing is, you know, uh, with Hebrew, they have numbers and everything numbers mean something. And as I was listening to you about the uh fifty days and then the forty days, it reminded me of of uh, Abraham, who was who is the who was really the the father of faith for us. That's what, or for the Jews who started out. And uh, he was interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah and he was asking he said, Well if I can find if you can find fifty people, would you give you know, would you save that place instead of destroying the good or the righteous with them. And God said, okay. And he said, well, what about five short? He said, okay. And then the next thing you know, he was down to 40. Then after that, the numbers changed from 40 to 30 to 20 to 10. And you remember, uh, according to the scriptures, that 10 is wholeness. And he couldn't even have 10 people In Sodom and Gomorrah That he could spare the city And that's what I feel about the United States As you're stating People need to turn from their ways That they're doing now And turn back to the old ways of God We have to pick up uh, The As I say the standard Of what we used to have Versus what we have now Because a lot of people don't realize Because they wasn't born back further You know back in the old days that God was in school, God was in the White House, God was everywhere. But then they started yeah. voting, got out of the places, and that's when yeah. those things started going. As I said, going, what's wrong with our nation? Well, as I said, my main thing is this: is I'm just here listening and and encouraging you because I know it's not easy to sit there and talk and nobody else is talking, calling in. <laughs> well,
0: thank you for calling. Yeah, I, I. I. Yeah, I I do I I do agree with that. You know, it's like the even though the Bible was probably about the time I got to school, they was kind of out of it. But um, this it, the nation has been since since then. It's been going very 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 much downhill, and I believe one of the things with this thing that's going on, even though it's, it's a whole lot going on beyond it, beyond beyond um with Meets the Eyes, like what they're saying on TV with this virus, it's people, it is people dying, but it's other stuff that people are doing that's not that's not right and exaggerating stuff. But during mm-hmm. time, it made the time, gov- it made the government shut down everything, but I believe what's going on in the spiritual, ultimately God has allowed everything to be shut down so that people have this time to really truly seek God with everything, Is is shut down, like so. Christians are gonna see God, and so we can have a prayer covering for what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen next. Because I believe it's like all this prayer that people that's been going up, it's gonna be a prayer covering for all the the miracles and all the people that's gonna come because it's prophesied a great revival during the last these last Mm -hmm. times. And and I believe right now, there's a whole lot of prayers been going up, even though it's still gonna be a whole lot of bad stuff going on. But we have got this moment of time, like where we wondering what's gonna, what's gonna be happening next, like the day of Pentecost. But I believe those people who've been praying and seeking God, they're gonna be seeing their friends and family who's not, who's not saved, turn to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the people who, the Christians who like, who are lukewarm, I believe many of them gonna become warm. But then it's gonna be a whole lot of them who has not been, and they've just been going through emotion. And they're gonna get worse. <laughs> They're the ones yeah, who are lukewarm. It's gonna be, be some as lukewarm. They're gonna be even more lukewarm, <laughs> and it's gonna be some you
2: know, that huh? comes out of the book of Revelation. You know, it says, "Let the uh, let those that be uh, uh, in darkness stay in darkness. Those that are in light, let them stay in light." That's another version of what it says in the book of Revelation. In other words, whatever state you're in, it's the state you're gonna die in unless you change. We have this uh things about the Muslims and stuff. You know, uh they are dedicated. They are dedicated yeah. to their religion. But like you said, Jesus finds those dedicated people and he make a one on one visit with them. And people say, Well, mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Well what it, what is it did, uh, uh Paul was doing. He was riding mm-hmm. with a group and God did a one on one visitation. They didn't see him. But yeah. All did.
0: yeah.
2: so as That's I tell everybody y'all in the Bible there's all uh all things that God has done to win us. Because it's not his will for any to be lost, but all come to repentance. And how do I know? What is the first thing Jesus started preaching? Repentance. What did John the Baptist preach? Repentance. What did Peter and them preach preach? Repentance. God wants us to change our thought life. And that's why Romans 12 was written, where it says, I beseech thee by, uh, by the mercies of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice. In other words, holy, acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. And what is it talking about? People thinking, oh, that's your body and stuff. No, it's talking about your mind. That's why the next verse says, Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God yeah. wants us to he wants us to be like his son. That's why I said, let this man be in you that was in Christ Jesus. He he is really trying to get us prepared for what the book of Revelation says, that he's going to come down here, him and his son, and set up the kingdom here on a new heaven and a new earth here. Most of are always trying to get to heaven, <laughs> but don't know yeah. why. He's bringing heaven down here.
0: Exactly. It's people of people, people the... Just think they uh want to go to heaven and play guitars for the rest of the, <laughs> each other. Yeah. you know, of floating on clouds. But that's not what it's going to be happening. They're going to be shocked. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. what it is, God's is going to show what it would have been like if He had been in charge. Because like, yes, you know, first it says uh, in the in the genealogy when it gets down to the end, and it talks about and Adam was the son of God. So Adam was the, was the god of this world, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he gets tricked, and because he got tricked, he sitting up there gave away his godhood to Satan, and Satan became the god of this world. But see, there was a one of the clauses was it's a six thousand year contract. Well, when the six thousand year is up, then God's gonna take. Uh, come back for a thousand year reign That's what we call the millennium reign And he's going to set it up to let us know This is what it could have been like Versus what we done uh, Given away to Satan And that's what he runs The thing, the world He runs on the way the world thinks He's the one that puts the thoughts in our mind I pray a prayer And the prayer is Create within me clean heart O oh God And renew the right spirit. Another word in Hebrew for spirit is motive. So create within me the right motive. When I'm doing something, am I doing it for glory for myself, or am I doing it because the right thing to do? And that's all God asked. He said, do what's right. That's where the righteousness is. Do what is right. And you'll see all kinds of miracles. People says, well, I, I don't see very many miracles. You get it. You need to get out of the church that don't have them. Come to the where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see miracles all the time. That's why our program was named Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. I just recently had a young man here, and he had a, a kidney problem, and uh, what's that thing? It's S in the body. Uh, well, anybody can help me there. It's where your body, your back is twisted like an S. scoliosis. 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 And so I told him, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, test the light switch and do it the exact way I show you to do it. He did it, and 98% of the pain left his body right then. See, God ain't changed. It's us. And just like you were saying, you know, they don't have faith. What is the word faith? Faith means trust. And that's what God was trying to build up. What we call faith, what he calls trust. Trust me, if I say I'm going over to the other side, then he went to sleep. It was the disciples that stayed awake. <laughs> and they say, Look, Lord, look at the storm. Well, don't you care we're going to perish? He already said, We're going to the other side. That's spirit. I'd have climbed, if I was me, and with my knowledge now that I understand, I'd have climbed right up under Jesus said, Well, he said it. That's good enough for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is
0: trying to build build up our faith during this time. You know, because he's gonna be doing I believe he's gonna be doing many things to his people.
2: Many mm-hmm. things
0: gonna be very wonderful things, you know. Amen, brother. And um, Dorothy I think you was want to say something else too, Jules.
1: I was just gonna say that, you know, like I said, that that was the first time that happened and I'm not sure they knew what they were waiting for, so they were obeying um I don't want to say blindly, but pretty much not knowing what was coming.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a and either we either we believe or we don't believe.
1: And isn't this the time we're supposed to be counting the Omer?
2: The Omer? That. I'll give that one to counting me, the, my brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> counting the Omer between the Resurrection Day and, and Pentecost?
0: I'm, oh, I never... You gotta tell me, yeah, I don't know what that... Tell me what that one is.
1: <laughs> it's an um, old Jewish thing they did in the feast days where they were just, you know, they were counting down. You know how we have the Advent mm. calendars for Christmas? They had that counting the Omer. And, and it gave oh. you a chance as you were counting each day to think upon the things that you're supposed to be thinking on. So well, I hear you. Because Pente- Yeah, Pentecost Day was already there. It was a feast day. But falling of the Holy Spirit, that wasn't until after the resurrection. Oh,
2: wow. Come in. Well, I'm going to have to leave you. I got company here now. So y'all be blessed. I'll talk to y'all later.
0: All right. Thank you. you.
1: Thanks, Pastor James.
0: God bless. Yes. Well, the calendar. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look up that one because I never have heard that one before. That and that is very interesting. Wow, I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is
1: the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, this is. It's, it's. Uh. They got very many. Uh. Jewish. Jewish. Uh, Hebrew holidays. You know that actually meant something about something that was going to happen in the future. Or they kind mm-hmm. of like I guess the, the, uh, Paul said it was foreshadow, foreshadowing of of uh, Jesus, you know, because Jesus came to complete complete and fulfill it all. So it's, it's very it's very amazing, just like the timing of God, you know, how he just he's so he's so specific and he's very. And people often don't think about it. Uh, God, he's very analytical. He's like he, he's like we think we got like the biggest scientists and Steve Hawkins and all those people. They think they know something, <laughs> but, they, but then Einstein and all them, but God gave them those minds, you know, to make them that smart. So <laughs> he's Isaac Newton, Albert Einstein, all them, all them people don't have anything on uh, Father God as far as scientific wisdom and knowledge and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's the uh, ultimate. Uh, Scientist, he's a he's a great warrior, you know. but he got General Patton and all the personally worked up who wrote the art of war book, all that kind of stuff. He he he's got all of them beat <laughs> in every single category you want to name. He got you beat on that one. Yep, he um, sure
1: does.
0: Yes. Well, uh, I guess I will I will close this evening with that one. And actually, next week, Pastor Vivian, he got me, because I actually been been, this one of the other things I've been studying on, but next week, he we can talk about the, I like to talk about like the millennial, millennial rain and what, and what that, that is and what that, what that means. The millennial rain, that's what I like to do next week. Um, also, um, I'd like to give, remember to, uh, if you go to any of our, our media outlets, you can go there and comment and give suggestions on there or, or say if you agree or even if you disagree with something that's very good or if you have like something like Dorothy just mentioned, like something that you think we should know, that was very powerful what she said. You can leave those in the comments. And also I just recently started a, um, I did have a webpage, but I could no longer take care of that. I got everything – moving everything slowly to my – our Facebook page, and I wanted to give that that link to you. It's, um, and I'll leave it in one of the I'll to get into Dorothy too, so she can put it on there. But it's actually good. if you just type in a Romans eight nineteen on your scripture, it'll that right there. Also, we'll start having some of the uh, the podcast that we do on air on that link for those who wants to go on Facebook. It's Romans eight nineteen. If you know what Romans eight nineteen is, uh the scripture um, that all creation and yearns and waits for the manifestation of the sons of God but that's what that Romans 8.19 it, it stands for um, and basically that's talking about like the rapture and all of that kind of stuff so you want to you want to go there you can go there like the page you can find all different information on there too along with YouTube Vimeo BitChute um, and there there are seven, what's the other ones well,
1: I think that's all I do now, because I, I stopped SoundCloud, because it was very expensive, okay. and there weren't a lot of people following us. So I said, well, this okay. is wasteful, and yeah. uh, so that's about all I do. I am on the social media, uh, four or five of them, like Zap It. You should try Zap It. Zap you know, it? okay. dot com.
0: It's really Z- cool. Sell that again.
1: X. No, it's pronounced Z, but it's X.
0: Oh, weird, okay. huh? Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Yeah.
1: XaPIT. dot com.
0: that's okay, a good
1: yeah,
0: okay, yeah. All right, good, good. Thank you. So y'all, you guys know the ones that y'all can go to. Um. Where you can uh, find out more and information, or watch one of the older ones, or watch one of the different ones from the different shows that they have on there, like the Tabletops that recently came back, and recently I believe they're planning on doing more of those also. So, uh, well, I guess I will close in prayer. Um, since, uh, Father God, we thank you for this evening, Father. Help us, Father Lord, to count the days, of Father Lord, not just the days into Pentecost, but each and every day, each and every second, and as we count, let us remember you, let us remember your word, let us remember your promises, let us remember your goodness, your grace and mercy, Father. Let us uh, also remember our nation, God, Lord, Um, during this time, all this legislation and all these kind of things that these people are trying to pass um, and do evil wicked things, Father, help us, oh God, open up the eyes of the people so that we can vote the right way, choose the right way, oh God Lord, vote how you will vote, oh God Lord, um to choose and let us not be deceived oh God Lord by the corruption of in the world this day, but to choose you, no matter what the cost is, and we ask these things um, in the, in the mighty name Jesus, we pray, amen,
1: amen, so. You have a blessed evening, Jameer,
0: and Father bless
1: everyone, and good night.
0: Good night. I'm going to hit
1: the big red button now.
0: (laughs) Night, everybody. bye I'm
1: going to try and hit the big red button. There it goes.